Hey everyone! Oh, welcome back. <laughs> Season one, episode one of Total Woo! Recap coming at you. I am so excited, so excited. So this excited. is gonna be so great. Hope you did the reading. <laughs> what is the reading, Greg? Spoiler heavy podcast. So if you haven't read, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Turn it off. What are you doing? Turn the podcast Bridget, off. Bridget, please let the it. viewers know what book we are reading today or We're reviewing reading, today. Uh, Scythe by Neil Shusterman. And how far have we gotten? Part, the first two parts. Wonderful, wonderful, great. Good job if you got an FR, and uh, I guess we're ready to start. I guess let's just... Woo! Let's Opening just... thoughts, I suppose. Great, you, you want to start? you want to start with a little summary of the first two parts, or...? That's probably good. Sure. Yeah, what is All right. the book about? Reno, Reno, go ahead, you start. <laughs> yeah, Reno. Give us a little summary, and then we'll kind of go down the line. Unbiased summary of part one. Yeah. And make sure to project. You're kind of far. Make sure it's unbiased, too, like Steve said. Objective. <laughs> project and, you know, be objective. Project yeah. and object. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, uh, so... No opinions. We're, the first chapter, we're introduced to our main female character, Citra. Last name? Uh, Terra Nova. Correct so far. Terra Nova. <laughs> um, a scythe comes into her house, and she thinks that he is going to kill someone in her family. Uh, he doesn't. She goes next door and kills someone. Then the next chapter, we're introduced to our main male character, uh, Rowan. Damish. Rowan Damish. Damish. Uh, and Tiger Salazar, the most Tiger, important yeah, of the yeah, characters. That is true. That is true. Um, and he follow he leads the scythe into the principal's office, where he murders a child, gleans a child, <laughs> gleans. Yes, please gleans. use the proper term. Cool. Where he kills child a child. Child's also iffy. It's a gray area rest with those kids. He's like fifteen. Rest in peace, Cole Whitlock. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, good idea. Moment of silence for Cole Whitlock. Can we please just Bridget, please. Uh, and then, a moment of silence for Cole Whitlock. Does he not deserve more than a breath? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, his Christ. girlfriend was pissed when it happened, dude. Yeah. This, do this for his her. His girlfriend got really mad about it. Um, then a few months later, they get recruited. Bang. Little baby sides. That's when shit gets off the rails. Yeah. Bye. Oh, they go to the opera. This is the part no, of the book we like to call the rising action. <laughs> no, this is the exposition. Oh, jeez. Well, the exposition would have been the introduction of the characters. Why don't you explain to us what a scythe is and what's going on in this world? Like, what's happening? Because I feel like I'm confused. Can we switch narrators, please? I have no idea what this book is about. Greg. Popcorn Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Popcorn Greg. And then, so they go to the opera and um, they think they're like, she thinks he invited her. He thinks she invited her, him. And then it's like <laughs> this this great interaction. <laughs> so like, what? Is it? And then they're just kind of like, all right, that was weird, and then go home or something. And then no, the site yeah. shows the up. The site shows up. Okay, and then, so then And then they're like, I invited both of you. And then um, they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then he's like, but then I won't murder your family. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Glean. All right. Glean. <laughs> yes. Please use the proper They're terms. like, okay. And then they kiss. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Kiss, a lot of kissing in this. Kiss the ring. A lot of kissing, ring. yeah. Lots not, of kissing lot of in this kissing. book. There's a few ring kisses. There's not a lot of kissing in this book. Hey. There's a fair, a fair amount of kisses. Oh, no, we're getting ahead of ourselves because there's some All smooches right. that go on that we need to get in. We need to, we need to discuss. Some very intense smooching happens later in the story. Please stay tuned. So wait, what? Did you forget that part? Oh my god, <gasps> Tony. Tony. That's a Tony. Did you, Did read, you read a part? I two? read part one and part two. Oh. oh. 
That's what? such a big part. Clearly you missed it's something. It's the very end. Well, no, not the yeah, very, very end. Between the the end. It's very close. Yeah. Let me pull what? it up. Find that chapter. You're fucking ridiculous, it. man. <laughs> oh, I was shivering. That was after they were told that they would have to like, kill each other. I remember that. I mean, do you remember how it ends with the chapter? Dude, I think I might have read one last chapter than I was supposed to. Let me see this book. What are you talking about? You it's guys very clear when it ends. Like the part three. You really didn't read that? So they're both training to become scythes, mm-hmm. but only one of them can become the scythe from uh, Scythe Faraday. I remember. And then, okay, then you've read the and whole that's in the thing. same chapter? Yeah. They're training for a while, and then they attend a big convention of scythes called a conclave, where a game changer... You skipped all the training. The training's the best. Summary. Just you missed the summary. part where they go yeah. to the grocery oh, okay. store. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third last, third to last chapter. Oh, by the way, scythes so don't have to pay for anything. Yep. That's right. Yeah, no groceries ever. <laughs> or I like anything. those kids that are like, "I'm gonna kiss it and be safe." Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "You're safe for one year." Yeah, that was. What's that kid thing? So wait, yes. okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. I yeah. do remember this. That's yeah. right. I you can't touch it was me. Like a passionate romance scene. It was like a weird. Like, I'm gonna kill him later. So did we? Did we discuss the setting? Like what size <laughs> are? Not at all. Not at all. But as long as we all know, right? As long as we all know what. The setting. Well, just, like we that. just go through it quickly for our. Dis- for yeah, our distant future. Uh, death is cured. You, you nobody dies anymore. But you know, the thunderhead was invented yeah. so that popular. Uh, you know, humans could be provided for with enough resources. The, but you know, the, 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 these resources are finite, and because of that, every once in a while, people have to die, and that responsibility was given to this group of people called the Scythes. Can we recall some, some of the yeah. rules under being a scythe, such as... The Ten Commandments? commandments? Yes. Yeah, please oh. read the Ten Commandments <laughs> of being a scythe. Thou shalt not kill. No, nope, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is <laughs> Part yeah. two. Well, cause, cause um, it's, it's, it's a play... Oh, here's the scythe commandment. Yeah, it's the beginning of part two. See, it's a play. It's a play on the Ten Commandments, which right? pissed me off, by the way. Don't because the first one is right "Thou right. shalt kill." <laughs> so number one is "Thou I shalt kill." That. I must have read that wrong. Number two is <laughs> "Thou sh- Thou shalt kill with no bias, bigotry, or malice aforethought." Number three is "Thou shalt grant an anum of immunity to the beloved of those who accept your com- uh, coming, and to anyone else you deem worthy." Thou shalt kill the beloved of those who resist. Thou shalt serve humanity for the full span of thy days, and thy family shall have immunity as recompense for as long as you live. Thou shalt lead an exemplary life in word and deed, and keep a journal uh, of each and every day. Thou shalt kill no scythe beyond thyself. Thou shalt claim no earthly possession, save thy robes, ring, and journal. Thou shalt have neither spouse nor spawn. Thou shalt be beholden to no laws beyond these. They're just a bunch of blue, really. Yeah, Scythe yeah. Zeno Cart is like lives on top of a fucking building and yeah. like pulls yeah. buildings. They have a lot of, they have a lot of possessions. All right, so I have a proposal. I say before we get into the chronological story and like our criticisms with like the story itself, <laughs> maybe let's talk about each of the characters. Okay, I like that. And our thoughts on them. Who's first? Citra? My yeah, my first question about Citra is like. Do they describe what she looks like I, at all? She looks no. in my mind. She's like Mexican. Uh, I don't know why. In my mind, oh, sorry. Can you see what are you saying? I they they don't describe her, right? They don't. I, they, I no, saw they, like they describe hair. no because when they're when Rowan they're at the opera, when they're at the opera, they don't describe a lot. Oh. But they're like maybe we met up here because we have the same heritage. So they're like, what are your numbers or whatever? You know, oh, like the Caucasoid, uh, the Pan Asian, yeah. or whatever. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So they say like <laughs> what, <laughs> what the majority <laughs> they are. But that's not a very good description. That's like, what I thirty-eight percent Pan Asian. That's like Rowan was at least described as like Pan Asian. Rowan was described as like a pale boy with freckles and like dark hair. But like we got nothing for Citra. So I don't know what is what is. 
what, no, what's your I thoughts on that? I mean, why? I, I don't know if it's that's meant... just something that jumped out at you. Like, what is this girl? I I thought about that for like the first four chapters. It's like it's not that that's I was like weird. I can't picture her, but it's like <laughs> I just thought it was weird. What did she look like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what does she look I like? I went through a few Do different you think that's versions. Intentional? Like, I think it's very intentional to describe one main character and not the other. But I don't for know. what reason? I don't know. Like the whole introduction of Citra was <laughs> like. Also, I thought it was weird. I don't, I, I don't I don't remember them describing like, how old she was when she was first introduced, like in the first scene with Scythe Faraday. So I'm like, is this girl like eight I've, or is she like 16? Yeah. I've only been able yeah. to like just guess yeah, that they're in the then, sophomore year. Yeah, but then they were guessing like 15, At the opera, they were like, that was a few months after it. So I'm like, oh, this girl was, yeah, like a teenager when the Scythe came to her house. Well, I thought she was like a little kid right. when I Rowan's first Rowan's a like, sophomore, so I was assuming kind of... Same yeah, goes same. they're probably yeah. both around. I think yeah. so. When she was Fair. talking about, like, Thank You and Pooh could have asked her, she was, like, confused because she's like, well, we don't go to the same school, like, assuming that they both go to just, like, different high schools. Mm. Yeah. So they're both probably, what, like, 16? Yeah. I figured just around there. 16, yeah. 17. Mm. Okay, but Citra is, like, a character. What do we think? She's all right. Like, what a... About her personality? Just, as, just like, as a character, not, like, whether, you know, she's, like, objectively she, cooler than anything, just, like... <laughs> She she um, can't help to lose. She yeah, always that tries seems like hard. It's, that's that's like her number one character trait. <laughs> like she's Hermione. She has to. Yeah, but like not as fun. <laughs> not at all. That's the thing. It's like between not describing what she looked like or like they slowly panned out. I guess like her character traits over time. But like yeah, you just you didn't really get an introduction as to like who she was. She was just mm-hmm. <clears throat> girl who is competitive. Yeah, it's just very also, like not wanting, yeah. not wanting to lose is a weird reason to go after a job where you have to kill people. Well, she's competitive. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I get it, but like... I do get that that's like her character trait, but I feel like she was so quick to switch from like, I would never do that, and then she's like, well, actually, I want to win. Just like, yeah. 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 Well, they also mentioned she like wanted, because she was like, wanting to do it for her brother specifically. Like, her, when she was yeah. talking to her parents about it, and they were like, well, don't do it for us. Like, worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even seem like her and her brother are even that close. Like, they say that she, maybe she's doing it like for her family or for her brother but like they don't really even show that she's even that close with her family yeah it, it is mentioned a classic a, little like like a little brother who's annoying but you really love him type thing but they yep. mentioned it very briefly you're right they don't really like develop that relationship. Yeah. it would have like, been nice if they did like, yeah, just clarify yeah, what sure. they're Even, like, like the none moment. of the characters were, like, yeah. super heavily developed. Like, I yeah. think you kind of have a, this, this a lot of... This kind of leads me into, yeah. like, I think my first biggest criticism of the book is I feel like this book does a lot of saying and not showing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Where, they, where they do that, where they say, they kind of... He kind of explains it as, oh, she's do- she's really competitive. She's doing this because she's competitive. She's doing this for her family. Instead of just kind of showing it, like, they don't show uh, this great relationship. She has this great relationship with her family, and then she's doing it to save her family. She, They just kind of say, doing this for my brother. Like, yeah. they don't show it. I am competitive. Yeah, I am competitive. They don't show her being competitive. They just, you know I, what I mean? I think yeah. something that, it's kind of jumping ahead, but I think something that might make her more interesting is when, whenever we find out, like, what's that really bad thing she did, you know? Like, yeah, that was yeah. cool. I like that. So that might make her more unique. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So. A lot of, like, Neil, as I'll refer to him, took no, he, did, he didn't take a lot of time to get us into the... Mr. Schusterman. The, Mr. Schusterman didn't take a lot of time to get us into the story, but at in the same time, he left us with, like, a ton of questions about... Who these people actually yeah, are. Yeah, he could have done. I, I agree, we shouldn't have been bogged down with like some girl's little brother. Like, I want to get to it, but like some. We also more. have to consider this is a series that we could get more information like way, way later. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's we're point. learning more about them like as the chapters go on, but yeah, going into it, I my first thoughts were like, am I supposed to know like more about these people? Yeah. But yeah, I did learn more as it went on. <clears throat> yeah, maybe that'll be part of it too, just reading farther into the book. Yeah. We'll have to see. In all of the books. 
I mean, there's three, right? Yeah, but I probably won't read three books. Yeah, I feel like one. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry, we'll Neil. I might, I might do it just out of interest. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We will yeah. see. I want to see how the rest of this book pans out. Yeah. I'll, All right, what about Rowan? I'll hold my thoughts. I think he's a little inconsistent, but I think he's got, like, more He's naturally gifted, but he doesn't <laughs> apply himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind yeah. of basic. Yeah. He He's, like, really empathetic. They do talk about how, like... Um, at the beginning when, uh, like, he was talking, I think, with Tiger about splatting and stuff, and, like, oh, because he was talking about holding, he held the guy's hand as he killed him, because mm-hmm. even though it, like, hurt him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked, I liked I his introduction with Cole. I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's definitely way more developed than yeah. you know, he, Like Most of the time, I feel he's more developed. Physical. And I, I like that, I really like what they talk about, personally. yeah, with just, like, when they introduce them, I feel like I like his character more because, like, Citra's just like she kind of yells this like, like, get out of my house or whatever, like, we'll just kill us already if you're gonna kill us or whatever, which mm-hmm. is like, all right, that's kind of badass or whatever. But I thought Rowan's was like a lot cooler, you know? Yeah, I like, staying with this kid, he doesn't really know, mm-hmm. and even like his family life and stuff, too. Like, I feel like I got a better feel for like where he fits in there, like, how they describe how he just is like. The, the lettuce, lettuce or whatever, yeah, like just he has the all these club. siblings and stuff. The, the humor thing... in this book is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I, was I will all the say time. about his like introduction with Cole, like that was all like really good, but then they ruined it when they said he got so fed up with it at school and told everyone that like he wasn't on it, and then He's now like, he got people to like be nice to him because then they thought like. They, he was gonna like it, he just ruined the whole thing. He said, he said the same I don't think that like, I, for me it didn't oh, yeah, right. image of him. I feel like yeah. it could be like it, for months people are just treating you like a piece of shit. I'd be like, fine, I'm a piece of shit. I guess, but I feel yeah. like it would have been kind of cool if you just was like, well, I did a nice thing and I know I did a nice thing and that's it. Yeah, but he's human. Yeah, they, he's and naturally he faltered. But he's got that, that was a good angst shot. They shot out. They, I feel like blow angst. They similar in I killed him and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> a similar thing that they did in another book was they did this with Tyrion Lannister because yes, there's yes. A, through the yes. whole book people demonize him and then right at when he gets arrested and they think he, he he killed Joffrey he finally he's like okay everyone thinks I'm a piece of shit fine I'm a piece of shit and that's when he tells Jamie he tells Jamie that yeah I killed your son yeah you know Cersei's, Cersei's been fucking, fucking moon boy, an Osmond kettle kettle like it so it's like but the difference there is I feel like they've been building up this demonization of Tyrion for like chapter on chapter and chapter and every single turn Tyrion's like and they don't really do that here they just they kind of he kind of just says Rowan's like Rowan then became fed up with it and then exploded and then (laughs) said this thing so like and then it was so they they don't they don't show it they just they just he just tells it that's just another part of what you no he didn't okay of what your criticism that's just another like aspect of that yes yeah is a last thing on Rowan that I have to say is (sighs) It is unabashedly uh, Neil putting himself in. Like I think Rowan is the true like perspective in the story, or at least where the oh, author. Oh, I thought you meant like this is what, what Neil wanted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, Neil's really projecting himself on his character. Like there's no way. You no, know that. but yeah, like you don't know Neil. I think that is yeah. where the author is writing the story from. Yeah, I think because he has more just like internal dialogue too, and I feel like that was shared with us. I feel like Citra. It's more just yeah. I feel like you're right. I feel like it's, it's more. Kind of weird. That even starts with Citra. Just in the thoughts of like perspective, like. I don't know. Like, he will always give more detail from, like, Rowan's perspective, talking about, like, oh, I never thought about Citra that way before. Oh, she's kind of beautiful. But you don't really get those sort of, like, in-depth things from Citra's side. And I think you're just, we're automatically more in Rowan's head in terms of a detailed thoughts. And I feel like another thing they do with Citra's are, like, inferred. Yeah, is I feel like they, like, a couple times at the book, I feel like they, like, 
set up a situation and then they have like Citra kind of like react to it kind of like how like a normal person would react and then I feel like Rowan reacts afterwards and it's kind of like well here's this different perspective about how this yeah, or he goes through like a flashback or something. yeah 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 Rowan I think has gotten a lot more detail yeah, or like sure. interesting like traits or things like that for sure so when someone dies like or is gleaned um, or like they, they jump off a building or something and they're splatted is the only reason they stay alive is because someone brings them to, like, a revival center and then they get revived? Yes. yes. So if you're so, gleaned, it doesn't. <clears throat> so other people could theoretically glean if you just didn't bring anyone to a revival center. That's a good point, but... Because the other thing, too, is, like, when the scene when when um, Rowan brings the scythe to the principal's office and then that's when he gleans the kid and he, like, holds on to him and he also gets shocked. Does he die? No, the nanites... Yeah. I, I don't think no, he, he died die. because he didn't, like, receive the shock directly. It was sort of just, like, some amount of it was transferred to him. I don't but think he gets blown back into the wall, which, like... Well, uh, he did? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. It just Maybe that's just a, like, just a plot hole, but, like, that seems like if you were held on to someone and, you, and he got shocked enough to electrocute him, Rowan would also be electrocuted. Okay. Um, I could see that. And, so I was wondering if, like, so if that meant that Rowan died or he didn't die, I was just a little confused with that part. Yeah, he didn't die, yeah, but yeah. this... Faraday did, like, warn him. I think he was just, like, saying, like, if it, this electrical current, like, goes to the wrong part of your body, you could die. And he's like, I'm willing to do that. And obviously they're not going to, like, kill off this main character. But it is, like, a plot hole because that's not realistic. Yeah, I guess if it did kill him, they would just take him to the revival Yeah, I think they said that. He's like, even if I die, like, yeah. And yeah. I think the other thing you were talking about, I think, I'm not positive this is true, but I'm pretty sure at some point in the book they mentioned about, like, how you could just kill someone and, like, hide it and not take him to a revival center or whatever. I think they mentioned at some point that there's, like, like, obviously, the Thunderhead's, like, all-powerful, like, and has, like, all human knowledge in it or whatever. And I think they said, like, the Thunderhead kind of keeps track of stuff like that, but it employs, like, not police officers, but they call them something. Peace yeah. officers. Peace, Peace officers, yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming it's, like, the Thunderhead kind of keeps track on, like, Although, undocumented gleanings, you know? That's what they Killings. call them in the Hunger Games, just saying. I don't know if you guys know that. Peace well, officers? Peace officers, yeah. Mm. Um, the Thunderhead that's was, very interesting. The, uh, the Thunderhead was kind of weird because it was, like, they said, like, it didn't want any power... So they gave it all the power. That was the best interpretation, <laughs> like the most optimistic interpretation guess, of an AI. Like I was like, I guess oh, it doesn't want all this power. <laughs> Means we'll just give it to him, man. I guess that's sort of. Like, I guess that's probably like, that's gonna work out. I guess there's like that's one that's of the. Also th- the ending of Game Thrones. I guess that's one of the Judgment themes of Day. the book is like the people who deserve the power. Yeah. Shouldn't want it, mm-hmm. right? and yeah. that's the whole thing with yeah, the sites too. Yeah, yeah. It's like like the first. That's what Scythe Faraday says. Like the first requirement is that you shouldn't want. Be a scythe. Yeah, be a scythe. Which I don't know. I don't... How about Scythe Faraday? Yeah, he's he's uh, dead now, but uh, he he's just a guy. Who he's a very good guy. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's your typical monk master character. Mentor, yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah, nothing really spicy nothing really about yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was a good. I, well, I would have liked him. Pretty cliche cool. morals and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty flat a- a- affect. Yeah. I, so like they're all named after their patron historian. Okay, yeah, that's my next question. Like, why? Why is that a thing that they do? <laughs> why? Maybe it's just like I homage like, to the, like, I like progress the, and science. Faraday. Oh, popes do that too. I think popes. Do Faraday. That. I like, like choose a pope name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think Faraday makes sense because like I was reading about 
Faraday. Okay. There's like Faraday like cages. The That's the only thing, thing I know about that, Faraday. Isn't like an electricity? Yeah, thing? I was they, gonna look him up, but I freaking forgot. The, right? Yeah, unit of conductance Farad is named mm-hmm, after him and mm-hmm. stuff. And Faraday cage and all that stuff. But yeah. so he was like one of the greatest scientists of all time, right? I, uh, Albert Einstein had a picture of him hanging. So he was like this and this highly regarded scientist, and like he had almost no formal training. He didn't know math much beyond like trigonometry. Um, he was also uh, a devout Christian and deacon. And he refused knighthood because he thought it went against his, like, moral precepts of his religion. So so he was this extremely intelligent guy that had little formal training and ended up becoming one of the greatest scientists of all time, but was still very, like, austere and, like, shunned, like, the honors and the spotlight and stuff that a lot of scientists would get. Very fair. Being the, yeah. And that's sort of yeah. what Faraday, Scythe Faraday is. So I thought, I, I, like, I like that little cool. illusion. I thought that was good. Um, <laughs> but again, I didn't look up Scythe Goddard. I don't know who Goddard is. Me neither. Um, Obviously, there's Jimmy Curie. Neutron's dogs probably named <laughs> the same person. I'm not kidding. Probably, probably named the same person. Probably like scientists. Or yeah. yeah. Goddard sounds like a like a like a monk name. Some scientist monk. But what about like, Goddard though? Like Mendel. I like. He's probably my favorite actually. It's isn't it? It's like Godard, isn't it? He's French, I think. Oh. Oh, Robert Goddard was an American engineer, professor, physicist, and inventor who is credited with creating and building the world's first liquid-fueled rocket. There's probably some much more. Yeah, I would say Scythe Goddard is a loose cannon. That kind of. Sorry, wait. Which one's the? Because Goddard's not like the leader of the series. Yeah, he's the main villain. Oh, Oh. High Blade Xenocarter. Xenocarter. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was like Xenocrates. Xenocrates. That's not how I read it. Oh, yeah, Xenocrates. Xenocrates. Something funky. Yeah, so, I keep getting them. Conf- I keep getting their names confused in my head. Zeno so you, you said that I would the be Goddard, Goddard for sure. Credited with like the first liquid fuel <laughs> rock, liquid powered rocket. I bet there's more. Just like if you had to dig oh, further yeah. into like Faraday's personality, you know, it probably matches up with Goddard's like loose <laughs> Another thing, craziness. Another thing we gotta talk about. Um, I don't know if this is this isn't the first time we're introduced to that group of sites with with Goddard, but that was the airplane. The, yeah, the airplane. That was good. I liked that a lot. That was pretty cool. Was There's the chapter. Yeah, I was like, oh, I never even thought about doing mass gleanings. <laughs> oh my god, man! You would There's be a perfect site. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want power. Give it to him. There's uh, the chapter where the those group of sites go to the mall, I guess, and Ooh. go to the, fa- the pizza place. Oh, yeah, and that little girl. Oh, we don't know. All they say, all they say is she's like the last one alive. And they're like, and I've just, been they looking just, for you for a long time. Yeah, they said they were like, yeah, yeah. looking. Come with us, said the scythe in blue. I promise you from this moment on, your life will be everything you've ever dreamed it could be. Wait, did Goddard say that to her? The scythe in blue, so I think that's the one. I think he was, they probably have to train, like... Goddard has diamonds on him, doesn't he? Yeah. I thought they all yeah. had some sparkly. Yeah, they yeah, have something, like, but Goddard has diamonds. He's blue yeah. with diamonds. Yeah, because it, he, they like, couldn't keep their eyes off his sparkly robe. Yeah, something. at the conclave. Have, do you guys... I don't know if we've been introduced to a scythe that, like, that they've specifically said has, like, a red robe, because, like... That's what's Curie? Color. What's Curie's robe? What color is her robe? I didn't, it was not red. I remember looking. Back. Maybe this is our car- uh, one of exactly. our Rowan and that's my yeah. guess. I think that's a woman's face. I think that's Citra. There's a f- oh, how do you? Is that a woman's? How, how the fuck how can you, you tell? tell? It's, it's one of those optical oh, illusion yeah. things where it's like. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. And then the other it side, like she has no eyelashes. Yes, yes, she's got long eyelashes. And then so it could be Tony. So look on the. It looks like a profile view. The profile of a woman's face. Did you hear that? See that eyelashes, nose, lips. I'm bleeping the shit out. And then the other side is nose, lips, but no long eyelashes. They both fit, right? 
Well, Dude. potentially only one's wearing a robe. But you have two faces. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Wow. I never noticed that, damn. Me neither. Sharp Great eyes. Cover. Yeah, seriously. Thanks. I feel like I've seen that. I think that's, illusion, like, that's Scythe looks nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? There's like it's a vase. vase. Yeah. yeah, the vase, yeah. That's cool. But what I was going to say about that little girl that they took, I feel like to, for like the, to expand their group of like evil Scythe, they probably have to like snatch these youngsters and then just like yeah. really brainwash, brainwash them. them to be like, killing's the best. Yeah, like, like I killed everyone here, you know I mean? but I saved you because you're special. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna take it's like a cult. Because like I don't think you could train them just in a year to be like to has, switch into that mentality. Like, 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 uh, so they probably oh, break they take the beyond yeah. and like easily Ooh, melt. I like that. Because the whole chapter is she's like. My mom says I shouldn't eat pizza, but yeah. I want to eat pizza, so I'm mm-hmm. going to eat pizza. And That's then the, good. The Goddard, Wait, what did you think? Say that again. Like they're, 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 they're taking people to be sides that just, like, do whatever they want. Because you have, like, the preface of the chapter where he's like, I have a dream that one day you won't be a scythe because you deserve it, but because you want to mm-hmm. kill people. Yeah, so. and somehow like the like, little yeah. girl's obsessed with pizza, and like she just yeah. she's like, I don't care. Like I could get Nana to, to get this rid of it, but I just like pizza. Like I don't yeah. each of the Goddard chapters, except for the little girl oh, one. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. But the one with the airplane, and the one where like the very last chapter or two, when he's at that guy's mansion. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like in the first one, when he's on the airplane, when we're, the story's being told from like the perspective of that businessman, mm-hmm. and they specifically mention that he's a part, like he's the the alpha. Of the plane. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> Since you immediately tried to leave, you must be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on here? But they said he works for a company that would one day create, like... The businessman? Yeah. But, he like, cryosleep technology or, like, something that's like that. That's what it was, yeah. They pointed out that he was, like, part of a company that made very important technology and then cut ahead to the mansion chapter and... You know, You're it's right. this guy who's going to come out with another, like, some more technology where you can, can you turn can... the corner beyond 21. Mm-hmm. So I think he's making a few power grabs. Yeah, yeah. And it's specifically, but I don't know about Esme. So, like, the only other thing I was thinking is, like, her dad is something important. The oh, little girl at the food court. Oh, okay. Is that maybe her dad's, like, important, like, related to mm-hmm. some other technology or something like that. And I think he's making yeah. some power grabs. Or she just like has the what you were saying, she likes like pizza. the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just don't give a fuck. Yeah, she don't give a shit. She has the tendencies to just yeah. do it. Oh, she won't. Is, is it just me, or like does this book kind of have some weird names for things? Like, oh yeah, like very kind of uh, like really like um, like they have the blade guard. Is this why do the scythes need bodyguards? That's my other question. Like yeah. Yeah, that's a weird question. Like, I mean, that's a good question. I, mean. yeah. well, hot, I think yeah. that's assuming that another psych would maybe kill them because they will not be revived. Oh, like a conclave. That's, but that's the thing. But they can't be gleaned. They could be killed. But then if you like try to harm another scythe, one of the pun like you could receive like very very serious punishments, like being killed and revived, killed and revived over and oh, over yeah. again. But that doesn't mean that like someone still won't do it. Well, but like they're immune like, from gleaning. They, like, you know? I, 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 yeah. I feel like it's kind of, the book is almost kind of inconsistent because like the book talks the whole book talks about how death is like the first half of the book like never happens ever like there's no death basically anymore except for gleanings but then they have all these safeguards in place that ensures that people don't die I guess maybe that's why people don't die is they have guards and stuff <laughs> why but don't could be. they just use contraception okay <laughs> I'm surprised like, that's not a question that's been brought up is like why is there not like a specific sect of people that is in charge of like have, yeah, growth. exactly. Yeah. Like, like breeders. You know what I mean? It's like a certain like sect of society that's like they have like the best genetics and stuff. They'll be the people who make you know continue our population. That way, 
in five thousand yeah, years. I thought that was weird too. Well, because well, people still like, there's still people like they still have, like this like instincts to like. I know, but like, like, a collective a decision like, to just like okay, because also then it's like you're not getting any new people, you know? It's like everyone's the same people. Right, I get that. So I think it's sort of like a more collective decision to like, instead of like, okay, let's just have all these people here and then no more people or like just a few people. It's just like, all right, everybody can like have their babies and stuff and then like this world will like slowly, obviously, but very gradually like get replaced with like the new people and then the old it's people It's just such a barbaric and, way. Like, I, well, think, I think maybe it's supposed to be and there's got to like fight against it, you know? Fight against what? Like the whole system. Like, I don't, I, I'm just, I was just trying to think like, okay, I just don't know what like, the real world would actually decide, like, would we would we really decide that that's, like, the best course of action? But then it brings Thunderhead up later... Thunderhead makes those decisions, though. The well, only decisions not made by the Thunderhead... Is death. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, the killing of people. But, like, so why did people choose to do it that yeah. way? Yeah. If you could choose between totally out of the having, they said like, that, a limited like, amount of kids, or someone can randomly come and kill you whenever they yeah. want. No, yeah. No, that's interesting. And I also feel like how they're mentioning, like, there's some people that are, like, 300 years old. I feel like there are very few people that would be like, I'm 300 years old, and I'm still happy that I'm alive. I'm ready to peace. Yeah. Like, even if you look, even if you're, like, biologically 21, yeah, you're, yeah. like, 300 years old. Like, Working kind of, the same job for 100 years. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, oh, my... Yeah, well, how but does, every time they turn the corner, do they... It like, start like, a new... Like, are they the same person? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, like, the same and person. Because they talk about the one mom who was upset that, like, her mom, so, like, someone's grandma, like, turned a corner and was, like, younger than the mom yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the mom's and all pissed. So, does turning a corner, it's just, like, a general, like, rewinding a little bit. It's not, like, you have to reach 100 and, like, you turn the corner up. Like, it's just, like, whenever you do it. Well, I think that's the case, but I'm and not the, sure. The only other rule with turning the corner is it can only reset you back to 21, yeah. Well, no, yeah, you can go older, yeah, but you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. The youngest is like 21, so you can't turn the corner until you're at least that would be older so than weird 21. If you were, yeah, if you were like mentally 100 and then so, like you were 12. Yeah. I, I, I definitely understand the criticism that, like, um, why don't they just use contraception? But I guess I feel like the what he's trying to say with this book is like death is something that's inescapable. Like, no matter how advanced humankind becomes no matter if we have an ai that's the most intelligent ai ever no matter if we have nanites and no matter if we have blah 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 this 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 like Mm -hmm. death is just a essential part of being a human i guess Mm -hmm. and like even if we are invincible and immortal like these people are death still comes for them eventually i think that's what that one whole chapter was also like trying to explain the one that was like point 302 percent like that was like the whole like idea of that chapter was to be like this is the reason we do things this way this is completely 100 percent chance like we are not trying to pick and choose like what our society looks like who like who is in it like it is we're trying to like play out death how it would if it was still here Mm -hmm. like we're not trying to like only keep who we think is like the superior humans which I do think is kind of cool, because, yeah, it's like they've conquered, like, every other aspect of nature, like, the, you know, like, the like the resources and, like, the food and all that and everything, but it's like they still kind of, like, have such a high respect for death, because they're like, we're not even going to try to control it. Yeah, like, we are going to still kill, kill people, like, the way Because I don't even know before. what would happen to the human psyche if all threats were, like, rid of. I feel yeah. like if literally every problem was solved, it's like, it's people would come to, because, I mean, already, like, people talk about, like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the point of anything? But, like... I guess you could still give the answer, like, well, you might still die. So, like, like yeah. make good of it. Yeah. But, yeah, if, you were to, if I told you, Bridget, like, you will just do this forever, yeah. I feel like eventually you would feel, like, if I said, uh, you're never going to sleep again. 
you know what I mean? It would just kind of, like, mess with you, you know? Because, like, our, our psyche for the last 40,000 years has been, like, death is just such a constant part. So even though it's such a small, like, chance that you could die, it's, like, maybe the best choice psychologically to make sure that that's still a part of you, to give your life a little bit of meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And also, like, one of the H.S. Curie journals, which are, like, by the way, one of my favorite parts yeah, of the book. Yeah, snaps to her. Definitely. Yeah, I like those a lot. But it said, another reason that maybe most of humanity is cool with this whole sights and gleaning thing is because if someone were to live 5,000 years, their chances of being gleaned at their like by their 5,000th year is only 50%. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have incredibly good odds of, like, living a long-ass mm-hmm. time without ever having to worry about getting gleaned. So, like, maybe that's why most of the world is cool with it. Yeah. So why... So you're saying most of everyone is okay with it because they have such good odds. Yeah, because just like if I said, you know, like, are you scared about getting eaten by a shark? You'd say, like, no, because the odds are so small. So why is everyone, like, so, like, why, if that is the case, why would, like, Citra and Rowan so badly, like, feel like they need this immunity for their family if, like, in reality... That's true. That's the other thing. And, and like, the kids at school make such a big deal about seeing a scythe. Like, they're so scared of it. And it's, like... Why? (laughs) Like, culture... It it doesn't... I know, like, it's been an animal number of years since we've been doing this or whatever. Like, that's another bullshit. Like, they don't number years anymore. That's bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. It's probably... The Thunderhead probably knows. It's just, like... like, The author almost... Mr. Schusterman almost like relies on the fact that the reader under like it lives in a culture where death is still a thing and they understand like death and the value of death and being scared of it to understand understand characters that live in a time that that culture would not be the same like they wouldn't have nearly the same fear of death as we do now but you need that understanding of fear of death to understand what's happening that makes sense yeah. when they go to the museum don't they he basically says like all of our art sucks now because no one fears death yep mm-hmm. and then everyone still fears yeah. then they show scenes yeah. where everyone still fears sights like i don't get well, it well i think it's also it's like whenever like this book's obviously centered around these two main characters that are like being apprentices to be sites so like pretty much every scene in this book there's like a scythe in it yeah so really the only interactions we're seeing like people interacting with death is when there's like a scythe around so like yes. i feel like it's kind of safe to assume that like most people aren't scared of death. That's you a just good get point. scared of a but, death when there's like the but, only thing that ever brings death anymore is like in the room. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I think, think that's, that's, yeah. that's a good point. I yeah. think that's a shortcoming of the writing though, because yeah. he keeps again, he's just saying that people are, are aren't afraid of death. They're not showing it. We never see a scene when there isn't a sight, so we that's don't fair. understand what how people feel about life normally because we never see that. That's a good point. Yeah, we kind of get that with Tiger. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like just like yeah. jumping off the building, just like I think that's the only form of showing like what life could be like to someone in this, like, day and time mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. like, him, like, oh, girls just fall. For, like, just, like, so ridiculous. <laughs> but, Best like, line in the book. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so ridiculous, so but, like... <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get that sort of, like, moment with uh, Citra because it was, like, what, third or fourth paragraph when a scythe enters, that whole shit where it was, like, shuffling variables, unable to solve for X and Y, <laughs> when this new and far more per- pernicious variable entered her life's equation. I thought that was really corny. There, there was a scene, but I don't know if it was with her or not. She deserved a better intro. I think it was with her. But then, like, after he went to go kill their neighbor, they just, like... Like, no one talks about it after they're gone. Like, they're just totally unacknowledge it, and they're like, well, he's here, and that's over, and now we don't have to think about death because he's not here. Mm-hmm. And that's... 
I think also like mm, true. the idea. Yeah. yeah. Because so, I feel like the odds of you seeing a sight there's sight there's so small, and then if you do, and then you don't die, like then you're like, oh, I'm like fucking chilling. Like I already saw one. I'm good for like two hundred years. Right. If you have immunity, can you kill yourself? Yes. Yeah, because it's immunity yeah. from being gleaned. But I, but I feel like you would still have the freedom to be like, to I would be, like to die. It just have to be you'd have to go somewhere where no one would find you and revive you. I guess. Or well, just, or or just tell everyone. Yeah, that yeah. Place yeah. Exist with the when they say revive, does that mean like? <laughs> but I mean, what if you like, like tied... people are running in and like well, taking you to Apple, or is it like a spiritual revival? I think it's like a. Na- I think it's like a nanite. Sh- I think yeah. it's like they literally. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, 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 wait. If if it's the nanites. Ooh. Then how come no. when a scythe kills someone, they die for good, and then they aren't revived they immediately? This is what a healing chamber. That's it has to be that. There's a revival center. It has to be that because how else? If a scythe kills someone, why would they stay dead? I I think. Yeah, it also seems like the nanites aren't like they, yeah they can break They don't pain. They don't and like minor yeah. healing they can do like like mm-hmm. someone's citrus. And I feel like bombers, what prevents yeah, them is the head, like as soon as a scythe you know gleans someone, they're like put on like a master list that's like. Updated constantly. That's like yeah. these people. People are gone like for good. Like yeah, it is illegal them. to revive them. All that stuff. That's what I was guessing. Yeah. Again, well, but okay. So you're saying it would be impossible. There's no place where you could get not revived. I mean, what if you just like tied a bunch of cinder blocks to your legs and drove out into the ocean and just dropped off? I mean, how would you be able to be revived then? Someone would swim out and go and get you. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. I you wouldn't so. be revived. I, don't think, I think, would think you would. Wait. So you're saying you can't? There's like no. I don't option think you can kill suicide? yourself. You can't. Because Tiger tries to kill himself a bunch. But no, but he's it, not his trying family. to kill himself. He yeah, they don't really ever fun. address people like intentionally trying to kill themselves. Except for the sites. He's not actually trying to kill himself. Exactly. He just wants attention from his family. Because the sites have the seven commandments. So far, they haven't ever talked about somebody like wanting. But who's to say if like he wants to kill himself or not? But you're saying like who? Yeah, like I feel like it would have to be premeditated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's first address the tiger thing, because I want to figure out how to do that. Uh, how, 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 how to splat? Yeah, because there's another thing I want. I'm trying to splat right now. <laughs> dog, are you trying to splat right now, dog? Yeah, like, where's the most stories I can get to right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is, like, that revival costs money after your first yeah, that's revival. Yeah, that's another very big So, like, can so, the yeah, poor, so it says, you know, like, if you just die in a car accident or whatever, and you don't have the money. Are you, like, in debt automatically, or, like, do they not revive you? Or, yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I don't think there's that many poor people. Like, that's oh, a yeah. good point. There's that's not a much very of a good class. Point. Well, some people I, want to be poor. Yeah, that was <laughs> also weird. <laughs> they embrace austerity. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, what does money, ha- like, have to do? I don't know how money even works. I don't think it was specifically Again, I just think it's I just think it's a mechanic that's, like, inherited by the Thunderhead, because he's like, I gotta give these people something to do, you know? Still give them money. You know, like, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, the... The appeal of Chuck E. Cheese is not to walk in and then be like, you know, you buy five, you pay five dollars and they're like, here's your prize. (laughs) The fun of it is like earning the coins, trying. So Mm -hmm. I think that money is like not necessary in this world. But again, it's just something like death to to give people. Exactly. It's another reason to live. Yeah, people like going to school too, like going to school, going to college, getting a job. Like nobody needs, that's not needed anymore. Well, you figure out the splatting thing. I have one super huge grade. Okay. It says, (laughs) it says, it does say. He does say, it does says revival is compulsory. <laughs> so it's it sounds like from the way they're talking about it that it's his parents that do it because he says... Yeah, it costs your family a fortune. You gotta right? find a new hobby, man, Rowan told him. I knew the first revival is free, but the rest must be costing your parents a fortune. Yeah, and for once they have to spend their money on me. Wouldn't you rather they buy you a car? Revival is compulsory, Tiger said. A car is optional. If they're not forced to spend it, they won't. Um, and so they said he said earlier, it said... 
He sat by Tiger's bedside in the Revival <laughs> Center, waiting for him to wake from speed healing. Speed healing. Such a stupid So name. they're, they're great. insinuating like that it. if you don't pay for it, you will not be revived. But you have to pay for it. But you have so, to pay for it. Catch 22 there. Again, it's just I like... That works. I guess it's like a bill, like a debt that you're owed. But yeah, I guess it, it's like an ambulance ride, you know, where it's like you, yeah. you need an ambulance, but you still gotta pay yeah. for it. Yep. Yeah. Maybe they have, you'll maybe pay for it eventually. Pay for, pays for it. But do you pay for it eventually? People could just wrap that up. You have to pay for it. No, in this book. Like, if you like are someone that's like, I'm not paying for it, I'm How not paying for money? it. They're just like, you just have all this debt, all this debt. Jobs, You're just like, I'm jobs. waiting to get gleaned, you and I'm never going to pay this. Yeah, that's also a good point. Like, can they force people? Are there homeless people? Do they force people to work? I don't think there's homeless people. No, yeah, because so yeah, do they just like give people money and then just withhold some of it if you like need to be revived? I bet jobs are sort of like, do you want to have a job? Yeah, like, so like you probably, there probably are a lot of people just like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I think that's what the poor people are. The people no, that choose to not have meaning to them. Another thing that we haven't been exposed yeah. to well, there, there, is like, there, there are no homeless people anymore. There's no, there's like only a little bit of wealth disparity. Yeah, mm. a, pro, a pre-programmed amount. Yeah, the Thunderhead yeah. lets a little bit of wealth disparity happen. Keep things interesting. But I think that, uh, shoot. What's your gripe, man? Oh yeah, your major gripe? Come on. Okay. Oh yeah, major My major gripe. I fucking hate the names of the ethnicities and the names of the countries. Africa, Mid-America? Just yeah, that was dumb. That was probably... Yeah, that's probably my... Nor Europe or whatever? Like, it is the uh, most unoriginal shit in the entire America. world. I hate that. Caucasoid? Like, <laughs> Caucasoid, yeah. That's actually a this history. I'm not kidding. Is it? Yeah, Caucasoid was like a Linnaean classification. Okay. Uh, the point being... Well, who the fuck listens to Linnaeus anymore? I... Uh, every taxonomer in the world. <laughs> they don't... <laughs> They're based off Linnaean classifications. I guys. hate oh, the idea in the future when only some aspects of culture and language change, but others language. don't. Like, they're not even touched, like, at all. Like, really, because at least 300 years have passed, because some people are 300 years old. And I just feel like more Linnaean about language? the culture would change. Yeah, like, would high school still be the same? Like, did they just freeze culture <laughs> as it was now in mid-America? Like, that was, that's what I was saying times? earlier. Is like, they, they try, he tries to make all this point that, like, culture is different, but then, like... It's really not. There's still, like, a fear of death, and there's still, like... Yeah, I, just, especially on. stuff with language. Yeah, how does like, opera make it? Doubt this it. Far? <laughs> Fucking doubt it. No one gets <laughs> opera because they can't relate to it. Exactly. <laughs> so it would not be nearly no as popular. Now, though, like... What is it? That's true. So opera would be gone. Yeah, what? I don't is know what opera is. Cockles like African. I don't know. I understand what you're saying, but I think that was like they had to put that in the book. Like they like a stylistic choice. Yeah, you you couldn't like. I, mean, I guess you could. Like, the book wouldn't be relatable otherwise. Yeah, like, oh. what life would there be to live? People the fact like that this if you think about it, if you're really like in There's this a lot type of, of like, life that there is now, like the you would still do those things. You would still go to those things. You would you know. What life was and still could be. The only thing is, like, picture right now what was the world like in 1700s. Very different from now. Like, even just between language and just customs. Even if it's just, like, small stuff. Like, in reality, like, not a lot of, like, big things have changed. Like, there's government and, like, there's families and all that stuff. But I just feel like just, like, a little bit would change. Not enough to, like, alienate us from the story, but enough. Like, again, I think he just picks and chooses. Like, would we start calling it Africa? Instead of African, like is that something that would change? But not common language or slang. Yeah. Splatter and iceberg head. I guess those are the only two like forms of slang. Oh, and spat. That's right. 
spat. Oh, spatula. Yeah, a spatula because you just flip burgers for your site. That was so contrived and like that was really dumb. Way yeah. too elaborate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was, you, but a, I do feel a, like, you're a spat like I agree you're a spatula that because you flip. Probably all you do is flip burgers for your site. More yeah. than like, he's no, showing. That's the but I also feel like when you're like comparing like okay to seventeen hundred, like huge changes. You know, but those are mostly driven by like advances in technology, advances in medicine. Like that's what kind of pushed the culture changes but if you like reach like peak of like we have all tech we have all everything it's like there's nothing to drive that that's fair and they're also i feel like you said a lot of people you know they go to high school but they're kind of like yeah what's the point like what's the point of this so like no one has a drive to like do better and like invent more things because maybe yeah i mean if you were just like well i'm just gonna kind of live forever like a lot of people i think would have a mindset of I'm not really going to push myself to, like, do anything maybe anymore. Yeah. And I new think... things and invent new things. Oh, for sure. In a, like, in a total post-survival, like, when you don't have to worry about anything in relation to, like, ensuring your survival, like, you don't really need a job. You don't, like, food is always taken care of for you. I feel like in the parts of history where, like, wealth is abundant and, you know, supplies are abundant, then you have time to affect things like culture and art. Like, that was a decent part of the Renaissance. It's, like... That was, like, a relatively stable period in, like, European history. So, like, when there's stability, then you work on the stuff that's not necessarily, like, survive. necessary to survive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I do. So that's why I thought, like, there's a few other themes where at least, if not, like, culture as a whole has changed, that, like, subsections of culture has changed. Like, internet culture now. Like, communication is super huge, but different websites have, like, their own mm-hmm. culture between the people that are on their websites and things like that. Like, just on that scale alone the world has somewhat changed and like new subgroups have been created total new slang has come up with things like social media but i also think a lot of it's like the whole culture thing is it's like like in the renaissance it was still like yeah like they were like provided for and like way more than ever before but they still had like diseases and like wars and all that and there was still a lot of like and we think like the ethnic homogenization going on in this book too it's like yeah there's like a lot like everything sort of become more similar and everything's like i feel like there is sort of like a cessation of like cultural evolution in this book you know because it's like it's everything's perfect like in the renaissance it's, they still had a lot to worry about that still drove like their passion and their art and things like that and their interactions with other people and other cultures and countries and nearby people about that's not really there in this you know and society. that's true it's like i guess you have options when you know this guy was writing this book it's like he could have chosen a world where culture like just drastically changed or everything became homogenized it's pretty clear that everything's and, becoming the same again i also think that's a good point i also think that again like the book needs to be recognizable and relatable in some way like everything every single facet of life can't be different maybe maybe, maybe in real life it would be different maybe it wouldn't be but like for a, a book that is supposed to be read by people of like that live in our culture it has to be recognizable in some way yeah so, if you write a relatable. book three set 300 years in the future and it's like accurate to 300 years in the future you're gonna seem like a schizophrenic like, <laughs> like nothing's gonna make sense to anybody like yeah. you're right yeah it has to be that makes sense well, all right what do you thank do, you for the soapbox uh, that what do you me. all think his intended audience is teenagers yeah, yeah. yeah. so teenagers. you get what you get like i feel like yeah. this is yeah very, like yeah. true 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 you know true 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 yeah it's not like a scholar like written for like yeah God, there's so many in my notes next time let's do something scholarly <laughs> <laughs> So about I have a couple scientific. <laughs> yeah, we're just too smart for this book. Scythe <laughs> Faraday's a fucking hypocrite. He talks the whole book about how like being a scythe is you have to live by this code, and then he gives that lady at the grocery mart 
immunity every other year for his whole life. Yeah, but I think he's he, he owns. System. But I think he owns up to. He, he at least acknowledges. He's like, yeah, but you know, I'm still a person. I still like whatever. And my, he also, little... that guy resisted, and he didn't kill his his family. Mm-hmm. Well, I think then he mentions too. It's like, yeah, the code's important, but it, like empathy's more important than the code. Yeah. Well, he also there was one part. Of, I think he said something like. We need to like know there's a law. We need to know there are times that you need to break the law. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. It's like the codes are in place to like guide your behavior, but like the codes are kind of just in place to, like make sure you're doing the right thing. So yeah, if it's like in the, some weird situation, the right thing's not against the code. I feel like that's the only way really to show like his moral compass in this book. Like, how else would you know like that he's not just a robot following? Like that's just sometimes yes. for yeah. the, him to make like a clear a distinction from Cypherday mm-hmm. to Goddard. Mm-hmm. That's like the whole point, I think. Right. Yeah, because Goddard like follows all the rules, but he like yeah. does it in a way that's shitty. well. Bullshit, he definitely right? does not. Cause I mean, yeah. like, what are the commandments was talking about? Oh, you can't like target certain demographics of people, or whatever. And he's clearly well. I guess oh, yeah. not clearly. We've only seen a few of them, but he's targeting these like, you know, CEOs of tech companies and stuff. Mm, and people, that's true. Powerful I think there was a part where they said that he, yeah. he like got in trouble like a few times for like. Didn't they literally say yeah, that? Yeah, no, they did actually. They yeah, did like, say I that. think it was like racial yeah. bias or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, the, the, the creed or whatever, the one of the commandments Ringo pointed out is like, technically it's not, like it's like you can't glean based on like race or creed or color or something like that. Yeah, it's not about like, I don't think it actually or, is. Well, like, there was one prestige. guy who got in trouble for killing just a bunch of like unattractive <laughs> yeah. people. I hate uglies. Sue me. Yeah, you're not a psych anymore. What? Oh, are you kidding me? You're Do y'all a favor. Like, At least I'm beautiful. <laughs> you can't be a scythe until the reptiles the year now. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that, I, I What's the year of the gecko coming up? <laughs> Wasn't there a part, though? I think it was Goddard for they. He, like, called himself out, and then everyone's like, who's going to call me out? And then... It was, was like awesome. he called himself out. Yeah. Like, power move. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah, I believe in that same chapter they were talking about um, like 50% of like the scythe population is like kind of corrupt and then the other 50% mm-hmm. are like the actual like scythe people and so like in, in order for like that corruption to like go through like you have to have like sort of the blessing of the, the correct 50% so like they let things slide because they, you know, whatever they, they agree with it or whatnot. So, it's all about so I think that is kind of the Goddard thing is like he kind of has his hands very deep in the pocket of of Zenocart What is his name? Zenocrates. High blade Zenocrates. Who the fuck was Zenocrates? There was a part where he, yeah. like it was like all the sites. <laughs> African. Let me see if I can find this. What did he get called out for? And then he like killing like wantonly. Yeah, killing um in like like excess or something. Yeah, like oh, like mass Yes. Or not even mass. I think it was cruelty. Yeah. 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 Cruelty. And um like whoever was in charge was like, You have like this has been brought to my attention, like and he's like, What? Like who wants to uh, who said it? Like who wants to say it? And everyone's just like, I didn't say anything and then after it's like like to Citroen Rowan, he's like he called himself out because now like whoever it was like a power uh, move for him to do that. Tone cults. Oh, that's oh, yeah. now yeah, no one is like going because like, the then, then you'll then you'll out yourself as the anonymous no person. Yeah, because yeah. then the next person to speak out against him, it's gonna be like, oh, you're the coward that didn't speak up the first Dude, time. Yep. This is what it says. It says, okay, uh, cool. 
I did like. Can you not listen to other podcasts yeah. while we're recording? When the, so on. when the high blade was saying like there's been cruelty, you ever, he specifically like at you, Goddard. It says it says I have before me an anonymous note. Okay. The high blade said, which accuses Honorable Scythe okay. Goddard of malfeasance. A rumble throughout the room. Citrus saw Scythe Goddard whispered to his inner circle of companions and stood. Of what sort of malfeasance have I been accused? Unnecessary cruelty in your gleaning, and yet this accusation comes anonymously," said Goddard. "I cannot believe that a fellow Scythe would show such cowardice. So I demand that the accuser reveal um, his or herself." Well, then I refuse to answer. I do not. I refuse to answer to an invisible accuser. And then he goes on and says, "Oh, uh, uh, he, but he put it in." It says Faraday leaned close to Sir Rowan and said, "There was no anonymous accuser. I'm sure that Scythe Goddard accused himself. Why would he do that? Take the steam out of his enemies." <laughs> It's the oldest trick in the book. No one who accuses him will... Uh, now anyone who accuses him will be assumed to be cowardly, anonymous accuser. No one will go after him now. Oh, that was a good So there's a lot of, like, little power politics and things that go on, and they're talking about how there was a group of scythes kind of glo- gr- uh, grooming one of the younger scythes to, like, take a position on the council and <laughs> so they can get stuff passed through and things. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think uh, Faraday is dead? That yes. I, I, yeah. I, that was sketch. I feel like he was murdered. Oh, for sure. Or yeah. some, for sure, murder. Definitely. I think no, he got murdered by Goddard. I pushed in front I think of a like train. Faraday would have thought that. Um, there was a whole group of witnesses, and I don't even think he's he was, dead he was, at he was all. Just or like, something fishy. I think he just got really connected to Citra and Rowan. Was like, I don't want you guys to kill each other. I definitely think someone killed him. I don't know. Why didn't he? They're like, they're just like, you know, he killed himself. Like, I feel like they did it off screen. Yeah, off like they just did it. Also, like off scene and did it. Because his rationale for killing himself was that like, okay, if you kill yourself, your apprentices are like let let free, whatever. And he like assumed that that precedent would just be stick stuck to. And like the reason he's killing himself is because a precedent was just broken, and that. Like now, these two apprentices are pitted against each other. Maybe so they like revive him or something, or something. It just, he was it's, murdered. It's like, just, it's know. weird to have like such a main character like just killed off screen. Yeah, that's why. Like, whatever that happens, and then and then immediately after, uh, Ooh, Rowan yeah. gets adopted by Goddard. Was it was it Rowan? Exactly. Yeah, Rowan gets oh. that's fishy. That's like, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. you're right. I'm convinced now. You, One of one Goddard's minute. lackeys has like a flamethrower every time they do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would think that they never use it. And I was like, stop that. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, you went to that way. Because I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I don't get if, like, when they were creating this and they were like, the ideal, like, good people were trying to say no cruelty when people die and stuff. Why wouldn't you just, like, have a super, like, set procedure of, like, give them this little pill? Yeah, or, like, the nanites. Like, why are you letting them choose flamethrowers? Or to drown that guy? Yes! All those weapons are so pointless. Yeah, like... I think think another thing is that they still kind of, like, I think it's like they respect death still, you know, where it's, like, death comes in many different ways, you know? Like, Scythe Mm. Faraday or something. Like, I think they mentioned at some point, like, some Scythes do, like, like they treat it very ritualistically. They always kill the same person in the same way every time, whatever. But Scythe oh, Faraday yeah. is like, I think the other like everyone a deserves a unique death. Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's like because the the point three or three percent thing where it's like he's mm. killing people based off of like how people have died in the past. So it's yeah. like if, if this many people drowned a year, he's gonna drown someone. He said I every get that, kill but... was unique. Yeah, he Which never goddamn bullshit. That's yeah, there's he no way that's true. Kill yeah. 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 Kill so fast. So fast. I agree, but also I think you kind of throw that out the window. Like your whole respect for death is gone once you start throwing nanites and people in revival centers, you know what I mean? You're not respecting it anymore when you've completely controlled it. Just by trying to replicate how death happened before, that's not respect. You, I don't think it was either. Yeah, I don't... So at that point, it's like, we're not respecting like, death. Let's just make people the not other thing, drown anymore. The other thing I think they do is, like, I think, because there's a scene when he was talking about how he was fighting, like, a fencer, 
like trying to glean a fence or anything. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. And that was cool. I did, I, he yeah. killed him three times yeah. before he was able to like finally kill him. And so yeah. I think partly the sites have to train because people will resist, and so they have to know how to fight and like defend themselves and, and kill people because they'll, yeah. people will fight yeah. back. And it would be a much less like ceremonious job if they could just like hire anybody to be like, just take this gun, just go like shoot people at, at random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, just I mean, some guy are, like, kind of like DoorDash where like you get an order like, <laughs> swipe, oh, 20 minutes away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just show up like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't tip me. Yeah. I Again, so I, I am where also... figured out as a country? Just huh? get random people guns and have them shoot people? Wait, what? What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying, Reno? I don't get what you're trying to get political. Get your political. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was that something this. thing about the Second Amendment? Definitely. We don't make fun of that here. The other <laughs> thing, I um, like, I think the rule of cool is also an is a admittable thing. Like, mm. it, I think some things are allowed to slide just because they're they are kind of cool. So it cool. is kind of cool that the sites are like super trained and they're just kind of badass. Like, I'll let this slide. They are. They're always in like. Weird. They're always, but they're, they're cool, but they're also, they're like in a high school. Then they're like in a grocery store. It just kind of seems like kind of ruins the whole, like, just, coolness no. of them. Do they uh, really nice have group. to wear the robes all the time? No. They have to wear them when they're out. Like when they're in their in, house, in they don't have to. But and, like, they okay. say a lot of times they do. But when they're it's, gleaning people, they have to wear them? Yeah. It's like yeah, a definitely. horrible outfit choice for like, if you're having to be physical and like, Clearly, you know, it doesn't, doesn't maybe. change their mobility. Like, that's a trip hazard for sure. Oh, and like, right? the hood. It's cool though. It is cool. It is cool. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, really, I don't I find like it that cool. Pretty silly. Cool. I don't find it that cool personally, but I just mean that was why. Was I'm sure that's why he did it because it's like cool. And it's also, Mid America is one of the so. um, more one of the specific places where you are not. You don't have to be in robes while in public. They meant to mention that. Whereas uh, some countries, it's mandatory. Like if you're outside of your house, you have to have it on. But Mid America is a place where like you don't have to. There was also a chapter where he did let Citra go home, but he made her wear the robe, and he was like, because you need to understand, like, this is the rest of your life. You need to feel this separation. You have to feel like, like the other. Yeah. I feel like it was just, like, a distinct, like, separation between, like, Scythes and normal. Yeah, yeah you are, if, they, if they were plain clothed, like, yeah. how terrifying would that You're be? You're always... And then you would live your life time. in fear. Yeah, all that's all true. You can You're never right. just... Like, at least you can see your angel of death. Once you become yeah. a Scythe, you are a Scythe forever, always. Like, you never can take it off and, like... Yeah. Everyone sees you as that. That's a super good point. It's like if you weren't sure who was a scythe, then you'd be like, "Are you gonna?" Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. horrible. Horrible. But that true. also could be a very good thing because then it would make death more real and make you maybe yeah, live like you your actually life. don't know when it's coming. Yeah, like it's yeah. it makes it more. I feel realistic. like people would freak out though. But yes, but, but like do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everyone right. just ignores <laughs> yeah. it until they see someone with a robe. Yeah. But you can you can't see death in real life, so maybe it'd be a better thing if you couldn't. I was thinking about. I why don't they just some... like randomly abort babies or something? Like why why does it have to be this whole thing? Well, because well, then then, then you will book. get people who will live forever. <laughs> I, know, just, yeah. I know why, but it's just yeah. It's just... If you guys could pick, would you rather it just be like like would you rather this situation where it's like they try and replicate like oh some percentage of fifteen year olds die and blah, blah blah and you're like worried about death kind of a little bit. Or it just, like, I know, like, everyone lives to be 150, and then you just, like, you know when you're done, like, you, like, know exactly when you, but, like, you're not worried about it for those 100 plus years. I like the idea of immunity until a certain age. 100%. Like, you'd rather, like, be born, like, okay, you get to live to 150. Yeah. Don't just immediately die, but if you die, then you're dead. Yeah, like that. Definitely. Like, you are guaranteed, like, revivals and immunity up until 150 years, and then after those 150 years, you're mortal again. 
Like, I think yeah. getting oh. 150 years to experience immortality, you experience the fullest of life, you so skydive with no fears, all that stuff. Do you, like, stay 30 years old until you're 50 and then you start, or 150, then you start aging again? I think that you could still implement, like, the turn the corners thing. Yeah. But, but I think just go by your birth date. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, like, it would be 150 and then, cool. like, like, you don't... Like, you experience immortality, and then it's not like, okay, now you're in the pool. Yeah, I don't oh. think I would like that. I'd honestly rather have rather this have scenario this. than the 150, and then, like, everyone lives to be 150, then you're dead. I don't like that at all. I mean, you could make it less, I guess. <laughs> Do you think that's too long? No, I just no, don't like just, that everybody has yeah. the same set lifespan, and everybody knows exactly when they're going to die. I don't like that. Because mm-hmm. well, then you're just protecting people from, I guess, just <clears throat> all forms of death until 150, and then it's, like, permanent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then it's just, like, it's just upping the human lifespan. Rather than giving people, like, true immortality. Like, I mean, if you just think about it right now, age. like, would you rather be how you are right now, not knowing when you're going to die, how old you're going to die, like, what, you know, you don't have, like, this timeline of events. Like, we don't know when we're going to die. I wouldn't change that to be, like, I'm going to die when I'm 150 years old. Like, I want to live a life with death being a part of it and, like, not having it be something that's, like, always in the back of my head. I also, I I also thought, like, of the efficiency of... Like, if you did know, like, okay, I have 150 years, what am I going to do with my time? Like, yeah. I think that is another way to yeah, look at like, it. That's what that. I really don't like, I think, is that. That's my Like, because then I have to plan out uh-huh. everything until I'm 150. Nothing you necessarily have to plan it out, but I think it automatically takes away a big weakness of humanity, which is the idea that, like, especially now, like, people like us were young, it's like, oh, we're going to live forever, and then you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I if I think knew I was gonna, it would be a totally different... If I knew I was going to live to 150, I would right now be like, I'm going to live forever. That's so long. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's but 130 years away. I also just think it's away. just like, if like, people are I know always I'm like, 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 I have a now. bucket list of all the things I want to do before <laughs> I, I like die. But then if I actually knew when I was going to die, I would be like, forever. oh, I so like... fucking long. It just would be so stressful. Like, way to live. It could be. What about the people who are like, are pieces of shit their whole life and then you're like, you have cancer, you have nine months to live and then they're like and like their whole life changes their whole life changes once they get a death but that's, that's but that's what it's like opinion. also that's like a term that's like you're gonna die once in it's a at year it's not like you're gonna die in 50 years oh I gotta get my shit together now I feel like people are always still gonna have that I'll put it off I'll be better later you know and there's also people who are like born with like genetic disorders that is like there's no way you're gonna live past 20 and then they live like their full life and then sometimes like they live past 20 and then they're like mm-hmm. oh I'm glad I still live my life to like to the fullest for like my first 20 years right I just think it'd be a totally different way of living. Like, not that it's necessarily so... better than the other way. I just think, like, I don't know, maybe I I'd think, prefer that. I just think that whole sentiment of, like, you know, living life to the fullest or whatever, it just doesn't work over such a long span. Might not. Might not, because we I get, like... The... Like, if I was told I was going to die of cancer in, like, 20 years, I don't know if I'd be, like, living my life to the fullest right now. I'd probably, like, I got some time. I think just, hmm. like, one of the greatest parts of life, is, of life is the mystery of it, and I don't want there to be, like, an end That's true. to that. But it's not like there's no, like, you don't know no, what's going to happen in your time. And I feel like, okay, I feel like I would probably choose the option of, like, you have 150 years, like, you're not going to die. And the reason I, I would choose that, or maybe 100, whatever. Whatever, But, like, because yeah. I feel like right now, like, we are basically assuming we're all going to be, whatever, 80, 85. I don't know. Like, we are, we are planning on our lives for that. We're like, okay, got to do school now and do so I can do this and that and blah. And, like, we already are doing that. So it's like... I feel like in this option of, like, you're immortal for 100 whatever years, it just is the same thing, but now we're, no one's going to get cancer, no one's going to get hit by a car, no one, you know what I mean? Like, those, like, shitty tragedies just, like, 
We're not. Yeah, the not unfortunate thing. accidents that won't happen. Like, that's the I, only real difference. I feel like I understand what you're saying. I literally, it's just a personal question. Like it's a yeah, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah, it definitely, totally yeah. is. And no right or wrong answer. It'd be an interesting thing if you got the choice. But I also think it's a good source of motivation in life sometimes to be like like living now when it's like. If you ever get to, like, a big life decision where you got to make a choice or something, just, like, knowing, like, oh, I could die in, like, a year. I could die, like, tomorrow. Yep. I feel like knowing that yeah. is, like, kind of a big thing that affects me. And I kind of like having that. So I feel like I yeah. wouldn't want that taken away. Interesting. I, that way you don't live out, like, do you really have 100 that, years of bad decisions. Do you really think that when yeah. you're making a big decision, like, oh, I could die tomorrow? Yeah, when I'm making a big really? decision. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hmm. I oh, don't yeah. think that. <laughs> you don't yeah. think yeah, that? Yeah, kind of slips my mind. <laughs> uh, those are really oh, no. <laughs> like, I... That definitely, like, it never affected me, like, when I was a teenager, but, like, in the past couple of years, I've thought about that, just, like... Yeah, I could die whenever. Yeah, like... <laughs> okay, I'll think about okay. But, like, just in, like, little things like habits and all that, I just sort of think, like... Or, like, honestly, when I got out of my last relationship, it was kind of like, ah, I only have, like, so much time. I don't want to, like, be unhappy. You know I, what I, mean, I mean? I mean, yeah, I've definitely yeah. thought that. Like, I, I've, I have, I've, you know, I mean... I've I've definitely come to terms with my own mortality, but like that's not something I think about when I make decisions all the time. I'd say if it's a major I, thing. I like a Wendy's or Arby's. Kind of like, <laughs> so I mean, could I really die before going to Arby's? Without going to Arby's? <laughs> so, no. So, so what is a decision that you would have to make that would make the um, maybe like what I want to do with my life, yeah. or like a relationship or something like that. Something big like that. Yeah. Big things. Major life events. Okay. That like theoretically could change when you're older, but there's like a sort of specialty about making the right decision now. Yeah, it's I just, something that I'm just probably gonna like... look back on at some point and just reflect on it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I just think it's a good perspective check, you know, knowing you can die whenever. Privilege. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I feel like I do have a tendency to like catastrophize, where like, I, I like if I do start thinking about stuff like that, it, it blows up into like a huge thing where like I start like panicking about. Oh, I could die. I could do this. This could happen. What if this, what if this goes wrong? This is great. So, like, I, I think I feel like I've definitely taught myself to like, not catastrophize and not like make these decisions like huge things. Just take it one little bit at a time and not like. Yeah, I feel like I completely live the exact opposite of that. Like, I don't think of things on a larger scale at all. Not to say that like I didn't pick a college degree because of like one reason or another. Like, not that I don't think through big decisions, but I don't think like, oh, like I'm only gonna be 20 for so long. Like I want to do this. Like I just like I want to do this right now. Yeah, I so that's, happen to be 21. That's kind of how I like. I don't feel think about, about like, oh, like 20s they go like that. Like nobody says that until they're 30. Right. Yeah. Like I just that's not how I think about my life. I'm not like thinking, or I don't think like, oh, I like. Dude, I vape. Like, I'm going to cut down some years. Like, this sucks. Like, I don't think about that stuff. Like, I just do, I feel like, what I want to do, and that is not, like, a way that I live life. Okay, that's true. I guess what it's, it actually is more so, I think, is that it's also, I think it's more of a reason to, like, do things or, like, push yourself out of your comfort zone, I think. My mom what. and dad are listening. I don't vape. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. We're the only ones who do this. I think actually that's a good point. I don't. I don't think it's like yeah, maybe like major life decisions. But I think it's like things that I want to like push myself or like do. If it's about, if I'm like on the fence or something about that, I think yeah. it's a good time to be like. Definitely I might a as well do that it. Comes in like, why not do Every it? Like I'm gonna I, like, die. I should just do it. a RuneScape account, and then I'm like, it's like four years of my life. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Wait, same thing. What's a RuneScape account? <laughs> What? It's a video game. Okay. It's just like a like <laughs> the lifestyle grind. Uh huh. It's just like four thousand hours of grinding. I, 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 Wait, I must say grinding. Just like just grinding it out. Like, no, not, <laughs> you have to find a guy in real life. 
Uh, heard. <laughs> Your phone takes the pelvic thrust into account, and that's how you earn points. Hours of grind. All right, all right. All right. No more sidebars. VR headset. Just like you said, four thousand hours. Four thousand hours at the club. Yeah, sign me up. Four thousand hours. I died when I was 25. At least I got my $4,000. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, 4,000 hours drinking a whiskey sour and grinding, baby. And grinding, baby. I, <laughs> that's a life. So what did you mean by grinding? <laughs> <laughs> like you when you doing work, repetitive when you tasks. Work, yeah, like, it's repetitive when you're like, you're like the level up like, and stuff. Oh, right why now. would you play that game then? If Tom, Ooh, like, that's a great question. That's, like a chore. Um, that's why do he doesn't it. get it. That's why he doesn't. Why get he doesn't do it? Why do okay. anything? All right. That's a good point. All right. Now you're thinking. No, no. I have to say, like. Uh, I, I kind of came into this with like low expectations for like this. I just I didn't really like this book very much, and I didn't really think it would lead to any like great conversation. But it it really did actually. Yeah. So uh, I, I yeah. I think I think I think this I I I underestimated this book a little bit, and I think its themes and its themes of mortality and trying to escape death and living that sort of thing. Yeah, so. even if everything in the story is not like the greatest I've ever read. Yeah, it still definitely spurs like good discussion. Yeah, the idea yeah. behind it is good. I yeah, have mostly criticisms about the world the building, but other than that, teen the stuff world. Was like I feel like if this was more scholarly, like it'd be more, you know what I mean? Scholarly. Like it, it's got to like, oh, there's got to be, you know, like a, a forced love thing. It's, I don't know. I think like, yes, it's not like a scholarly book, but it's just like a good way to an easy way to get you to think about maybe bigger things that maybe you don't want to think about. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we're reading, we're reading Finnegan's Wake after this, so, I mean. Oh! No, we're reading Please. fucking Dune after this. Yeah, I want yeah, I'm so excited. Well, um, so okay, so do we should go around the table, maybe give a rating out of ten or something like that, and just maybe we, we should wait till we finish the book. Yeah, I'd like to uh, wait till we yeah, finish yeah, the book yeah. for sure. That could really change. One last little thing, kind of related to our existential talk. How are there, like, I know we heard about tone cults. But surely, like, religion in some capacity, like, the yes. idea of spirituality definitely <laughs> has come and, like, comes into play. I feel like there was, know. they addressed that. One, like, one of the, of in, one of the in one of the journal yeah. entries, they were like, where it's do like I a, go after I die? And H.S. Curie was like, I don't know. So, like, why yep. is that not that a bigger theme yet? That, yeah. That's ex- well, I explain calmly. Parts. Your memories and life recording are already stored in the Thunderhead, so it won't be lost. Your bodies return to the Earth in a manner determined yeah, by your next on. of kin. Yes, I know all that, she said, but what about me? Yep. Question perplexed me. As I said, your memory contract will exist in the Thunderhead. Loved ones will be able to talk to it, and your construct will respond. Yep. So, like... And then she's like, I don't know. You think they're going to talk to Faraday, maybe, if he's actually dead? Ooh! No, there's no fucking way. Ooh, that'd they be pretty will. dumb. Be I feel like they probably will. They probably will. They don't have access to the Thunderhead's mind, so I don't know No, where... they said everyone has access, but oh. no one uses it because no one cares. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. They, um, they have access to the database, but sites do not have access to, th- like, the Thunderhead as, like, a mind. Like, well, as an entity. Yeah, 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 you're right. They can still use all the database, but they can't, yeah. like... Because, yeah, Rowan was saying, like, I was thinking about just, like, putting all these candidates into the database, but I was like, I probably shouldn't do that, and, yeah, you're definitely not allowed to do that. What you what you can't... Because he used the database to find the people, but what he can't do is ask the Thunderhead, what do you think I should do? Mm-hmm, yeah, yep. who should I kill? Yeah, he's not yeah. going to answer that. So, like, they say, like, the mind of the Thunderhead is cut off from the sites. Right, right. So it's purely human. I feel like one of the characters is definitely going to, like, die. Some, I feel like something's gonna go down. 
What made you it think feels that? like God is targeting Rowan for sure. I think he wants him dead. Yeah. I feel he like they dead? might do that thing where they, they kill him, they bring him back and kill him. I think they want I think they want Rowan dead and I think they want to manipulate Citra. I think that's what's going on here. So but if Kiri, the little girl is cool so far, like I don't, I don't know. Oh wait, is Curie the one taking Citra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro- Goddard's oh. taking Rowan. I thought someone. I thought one of the baddies in, Cit- in uh, Goddard's group was taking <laughs> Citra. Like one of the no. baddies. Yeah, one of the bad. Dudes. So like Goddard targeted that little girl because she was sort of someone who like was fighting against something that back. like someone controlling her he maybe goddard saw that part inside <laughs> like rowan saw like oh he's kind of like a rebel like he's been like treated poorly by the system the mm-hmm. he, i should i should control him there was a line that said he got beatings regularly whoa really rowan yeah, yeah. yeah. that was after the that was after the like the last club he kind of feels like an outcast and kind of that was after a total walking phoenix joker situation that was the whole thing after after he really that I think no, that is the potential that Goddard's trying to pull out of him. That's my that, guess. It happened after <laughs> he, after the whole the, the whole school saw him with the scythe. <laughs> the whole school just like ridiculed him and like beat him up every day and stuff. And so, and then finally he did like take that. Yeah, what are you doing in my house? He bit that hood. Have any of them used an actual scythe? Is that a dumb no. question? I, don't know. I probably don't think I've seen it. Not, not a dumb question. But I think that might have been on his. Okay, let's let's actually that's a good uh, let's <laughs> what about like why they're actually called sites? I think it had to do with the gleaning yeah, thing. They they like like yeah, I guess I, 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 get, I get I get I get the Reaper thing, but I don't get the gleaning thing. They said they mentioned it. That's um says gleaning name for the way the poor would trail behind farmers in ancient times, taking the stray stalks of grain left behind. It was the earliest form of charity. Slice work is the same. Every child is told from the day he or she is old enough to understand that the slice provide a crucial service. So they're just they're describing it as they're doing charity work yes. for well, everyone humanity. Else in society benefits from the when gleaning. they do the gleaning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. And so yeah, I'm assuming they use a scythe to actually cut the wheat. I don't know what people <laughs> ate wheat. a couple years ago. <laughs> well, like, that's the message of this book. Is ultimately ago. people are wheat. How do people get? <laughs> they need to be cut down. <laughs> it must be I really I, I felt that slice and wheat. My dad's childhood just ice. He's not listening. Please don't listen. The only one who does. This is this is Wes Jilson. She's ah, very good. Oh, oh. Well, Wes Jilson. <laughs> what is it again? Yep. <laughs> Wes Jilson. One more time. <laughs> you are Do you think they keep track of birthdays? What? No, they said they don't. They said like uh, kids in like their twenties know, but then once you get older, they said no one knows how old they are. It's just I don't get the year thing. Yeah, the year no. thing's pretty dumb. So I don't get why. It makes you, no sense. I guess like no matter like how old you get, it's like it's always you're always curious. It's like. I feel, I feel like it's like a record thing. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, like, gonna want to know. Like, I guess it's like there's like almost no difference anymore because like especially with the turning the corner. But like I agree, like I would still want to know. Yeah. I just because then if you do get glued, you're like, how old am I when I'm dying? Or that there's not like an order to when they name like things because maybe you could because like in the Chinese calendar or like the Chinese thing where it's like the year of the tiger, the year of the frog, or you know, it's all you know in an I order. Think, you know what I think it is too? I think it's also like they're living to be like 300, like they're just, like the oldest people are starting to be, live to be 300, but they talk about how people are going to live to be like a lot older than that. Yeah. Right now, people are like 300 years old. Okay, like if your life spans like 300 years, are you going to know like what exact year you are? Like that would be like us knowing like how many months we are, you know? So like they said they know how old they are like to the decade, so I think it may be just like a proportional scale. Yeah, I, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like most of the people are yeah, are a little maybe too young for them to have stopped counting. 
But they say like the older people though. But I do. I I, yeah. I think that's totally plausible. That yeah, you just get so old that you just kind of will lose track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. like they how many like days just, old are you? You have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah good point. I just yeah. I just think if there was like an order to when they like named the years like yeah the year thing's dumb. It went like reptile bird also, fish mammal reptile bird animals. fish yeah. mammal something like yeah. that. Who picked yeah, the thunderhead? It was a cal- actually, it's a calendar committee. The calendaria. Also, if they're using like a governmental body that like besides the name like because they're doing the scientific names where you're gonna have forever. Yeah, by the time they by the time they run out of animals, they'll just get to. There's like forty thousand. Yeah, yeah like changed. They're gonna run some other way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like we're gonna start doing fungi now. They're gonna do. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. do it all in. Or like stars. I think they even talked about space travel, which I thought is interesting. Interesting. Wait, yes. no, they did Little mention play. like. Oh yeah, because they were like oh failed failed colonies on Mars. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was like really early. Which that I found to be totally plausible. It's like if. Especially in the coming years, you know, all the excitement around, like, SpaceX and Elon Musk and all that stuff. Like, in 40 years, if it proves to be a financial disaster, then we'd kind of be like, all right, let's not maybe put our yeah, stocks and all that. Pin, put a pin in this one. Come yeah, kind of how, like, there was a lot of excitement for the space race, but then in the years that followed, like, there was not that much excitement about yeah, no one it goes back in, like, the anymore. 60s. Yeah, right. So I feel, like, I feel like, especially after they got the Thunderhead, and they're like, oh, we don't need to leave. We can just fix everything here. But I'm also surprised, like, but... If they have all this time, why are they not like exploring other planets? Yeah, and stuff? if you're I so just feel bored, like that, and yeah, it seems like, like they oh, gave up pretty quick. Humans yeah. are natural explorers. Well, I don't we tried to colonize Mars, but that was yeah. also, I just forgot about that. Go that to college, now. especially <laughs> if money is nothing. You know, like right. the Thunderhead could just be like, hey, oh, yeah. let's whip up a couple rockets. Yeah, send one of our eight billion people there. <clears throat> I would like that rockets. to be maybe it's out of that topics to explore. The fear of like if you do travel somewhere else, then you're not on this world with these. Oh yeah, you don't have revival centers and stuff. Yeah, you're not. Good point. Yeah, just, you lose all your comforts. You oh, lose. man, that's a good point. I feel like his power is kind of limitless, yeah, it's, though. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's not very oh, consistent. Everyone no, <laughs> <laughs> remember to praise bitch. the Thunderhead before, the, uh, before you go to sleep. You so... <laughs> okay, opinions on... Um... Oh, wait, when did that... One moment. Oh, are you reading the head? No. That is the name uh, of a part story. You're saying oh. that. No, I'm not. Like, Something. Okay, like, did that already happen? <laughs> okay. From when you guys read. Okay, it was like 10 pages. Oh, <laughs> damn you. Then no, I haven't read it. Another, another complaint. I would dare read Another complaint. There was a quick little thing talking about how like no one uses the Thunderheads database anymore. And Rowan was like, yeah, all they do is look oh. at... um." Like cat holograms uh, and stuff. Yeah, I was cat like, holograms oh, fuck so you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hated that. Like, hot chip and no, it just <laughs> sort of felt like. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I hated that. All they do is be bisexual, eat hot chip, and lie. The whole thing with charge holograms. They, phone, they charge their phone, ah. eat hot chip, and lie. Lie. Be bisexual. <laughs> I don't know. Set up punchline, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty well done. Any Shout joke that has a setup and a punchline is good. It's, yeah, I mean, that's all you need. What joke are you talking about? Uh, any. Ca- the cat. Yeah, any joke. <laughs> but the, specifically the cat hologram joke. Any. Do you guys see I that always show them. on Netflix? It was Netflix original with Paul Rudd. Where, like, living he gets cloned, oh, yeah, living yeah. with yourself. I've never seen it. Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. Like, I didn't mind it. Paul Rudd's a 
is always fun. Did they have a lot yeah. of setups in Ant Man? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sign me up. But the like, adding the whole premise list. to the show also, is that, like, he's like depressed. He has like this. He's like terrible job. He's just like feeling bad about himself. And then his buddy, he knows, has been like really successful and happy lately. And he's like, yeah, you just go to the spa, and they like take all the bad energy out of you and make you really good. And so he goes to the spa and he goes under this treatment and then he wakes up like totally like refreshed. He's happy. He's positive and optimistic. But what actually happened is at this like spa treatment center, they kill you and then create a better clone of you with like perfect genetics. So that way you wake up thinking that you like have been, you know, treated somehow, but really you're like a more perfect version of yourself. So Paul Rudd, like, he survives the way they kill him or whatever. And so he wakes up and now there's two of them. One of them is the depressed old Paul Rudd and the other one's like Whoa. the optimistic new Paul Rudd. And they just like didn't know that there's still two people there? Well, like, no, no, like no one has ever survived this treatment before. So Paul Rudd's been the first person. Oh, so then, you know, they like calamity like ensues. Yeah, that sounds huh? interesting. It, yeah, the premise, like the premise... Your description made it's okay. it sound like pretty cool. It's, it's, it's kind of cool, but like... It's okay. I would give it like a six or seven out of ten. It's uh, like if you got some free time, like it's a pretty good watch. And Paul Rudd's great. So do love Paul Rudd. It's on yeah. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, living with yourself. So that's what I wonder what the revival centers are. It's oh, like, yeah. do they like if I were to jump off the building and splattered into twenty million pieces? It's like that. Like they're just gonna take my DNA and create a new version of me. Probably they're not gonna piece mm. together my like. Smattered remains. I think they do that. I think they do, I think do they that. Do because that's kind of crazy. Because how do you keep your memories and stuff? Well, that's like the also, thing. That's what they do with living in yourself too. Memories, even if you put those. Well, they put back it back together, together like, the right way. I bet there's I a. I bet there's a backup of your memories. Ignore at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no good answer to what happened. But that's what. That's what. It's not that it's a big deal. It's like I just. I just wonder. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean they don't they don't explain it that way, but it wouldn't be hard to believe. They just that, know how to do it. See. The name I know they just. They I would say it wouldn't be hard to believe that, like, yeah. since they're saying that the memories are uploaded onto Thunderhead, so maybe there's like a constant backup of all. Yeah, and so they just clone you and put it in. But again, they don't. Giving that, we're giving the book yeah, more memory than what they told us. Yeah, yeah. They're made of wood. Yeah, living with yourself, not bad. How do they it's work? Actually, the sponsor for this talk. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, Living I'm With Yourself. Right, if you're listening. Check it out on Netflix, October 2018. And now, a word from our sponsor. Paul? Hey, guys. It's Paul, you coming down? Right. Ant-Man. You guys in there? Oh, yeah. What's up, Paul? Come on in. Paul? Paul got sheepish. <laughs> That's a good deal. Paul shrunk down. Paul bought <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, I was gonna say final thoughts. Except we're all final thoughts. I feel talk. like I this discussion became a lot more than it could have been because we all have intelligent minds, not because of this book. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good. You should have gone last. That's a good like final yeah. thought. Yeah. Got nothing better than that. Yeah. No. I, I yeah. I'm kind of. I think that's it. I think that's it for the all right. podcast. That's right. We're smart and we're smarter than this book. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Neil. Hey, take it easy. Neil's Neil is the giant whose shoulders were standing upon. Fuck off, Neil.